are off today, maybe uh, making some plans, going to uh, going to see family, that kind of thing, on the road. We are happy to have you with us. Okay, we do not take holidays here. We just keep on rolling. And uh, it is Good Friday, very important day. And uh, went to uh, Aaron uh, Sexton with us as always. Went to a Thursday, Monday, Monday, Thursday uh, uh, service last night at my church. And that's always a really, it's a somber almost kind of a coming into the darkness, thinking about what today is and what it means to a lot of us. And uh, what a great uh, what a great service. And uh, to kind of think back and think about what all was happening there in the Garden of Gethsemane and, and uh, lots, of, lots of things were going on. And then as we kind of make that uh, move toward Easter, and we are, uh, we are really... Uh, we're really excited about that. We got boy, we're going to be talking spring football. Had Coach Mateos. I was excited about that. That uh, the old line, some of the offensive linemen yesterday were talking. Coach Mateos. We got a lot of stuff planned for you today, and it is a holiday. But boy, we do we we'll just keep rolling right through it. And uh, Mrs. Walker, Barbara Walker, just one of the uh, well all time. Uh, Baylor greats and a statue was just dedicated to her and the Reverend Robert L. Gilbert. And right there in front of uh, Tidwell Bible Building, as the university's first black graduates, both of them graduated uh, in 1967. And then uh, some really cool uh, seven-foot-tall bronze statues Sculptor was Benjamin Victor, and he was on hand as well the other day for uh, uh, on the fourth, April fourth, for that announcement. What an amazing uh, ceremony that was! I've gotten to kind of listen to it and uh, talk to uh, just really a cool thing. Lori Fogelman is a, a great friend of the show, and uh, big uh, have, have enjoyed knowing Lori over the years. She had a big role in, in putting everything together. And, of course, President Livingstone was on hand. But Lori has helped me uh, secure Barbara Walker for today's program. And that is at 5 o'clock today. Uh, you will hear from someone that has a statue uh, dedicated to them. And, um, um, and Mrs. Walker um, had her major in sociology and on june 2nd 1967 um the reverend robert l gilbert and barbara a walker um uh, graduated and became the first uh, black students to to earn undergraduate degrees from baylor receiving their diplomas uh during the same commencement ceremony so Really, really uh, excited to get to visit. And, and man, though, if you haven't had a chance, uh, run by there, look at the statues, and they're standing atop limestone bases, each inscribed with an inspiring message from, uh, from the two folks being honored. And uh, it was a, uh, well, just a really neat... Uh, um, just a, a really neat day 
for all that to happen. And um, it, it, it was the uh, and the son of uh, Reverend Robert and L. Wayne Gilbert was there to uh, to speak. Uh, and that was really, really neat. A professor of homiletics at uh, uh, at Howard University and a, a graduate of uh, of Baylor as well. And uh, that was really, really a neat opportunity. Dr. Gilbert was there to uh, to speak at. Uh, and so uh, it, it really cool day. And I think on Good Friday to celebrate something like this and have such a momentous occasion we will have Mrs. Walker on with us at 5 o'clock today. Now, Aaron, I don't know if you've been keeping your eye on the Masters. Brooks Kepka, oh, the evil live tour, the evil live. Brooks Kepka has made a run. He shot a 67 today, and he is now 12 under. And what's unbelievable, you know, just really, really crazy about this, did you see Aaron, who's four strokes back? It is none other than Sam Bennett, the uh, the youngster from Texas A&M who won the United States Amateur and did it in really impressive fashion. An amazing story from Madisonville, Texas. I believe Madisonville is right there on 45 as you're headed toward uh, College Station or headed toward Houston and... Um, um, and, and, and I think sort of known for a Bucky's, if I recall correctly. I, I think I've stopped there several times right there in Madisonville. And what an amazing, um, uh, I mean, that is really what the, to be, oh, there it is. The Hush Tones, the Masters on CBS. And every, every time. And, of course, we'll watch it this weekend. But Aaron does a nice job. The Masters, every time I start talking about the Masters, suddenly the Masters music is playing. They are in a weather delay right now. And Aaron, at some point, and my buddies had, uh, boy, they had footage of it up on, you might want to watch this on social media. One of the big Lablare pine trees there in Georgia fell over today. I mean, it was a scary, I guess it got hit by lightning or something. And it toppled over. Thank goodness. I have not heard of anybody injured. Um, and Aaron, you you cut in if you've heard of anything. But there it is in front of one of the tee boxes. I believe that's on the back nine. Uh, is this enormous tree that is now stretched across the fairway and in front of one of the tee boxes. Tiger Woods, as many of you would want to know, is two over through 11 holes and that's going to be where the cut line is so tiger's going to have to hold that position and hopefully get a little bit better um brooks kepka as i said the evil man from the evil tour i don't know if he's evil but the tour is live that's the saudi back tour you know what the saudis um you know kind of you've heard the term sports washing um, some people very angry about the Live Tour. Some people think maybe it's been good for overall golf because it challenged the PGA to get better. No matter where you stand, the great Brooks Kepka, who's fallen on hard times, but the man has some majors to his credit. Aaron, he has at least three or four majors. I believe uh, for sure three. 
but Kepka is a has been a major champion, but has been in the Gulf Wilderness for a little while. Shoots a five under sixty-seven today to get to twelve under. John Rahm chasing him right now and is through nine holes before this weather delay hit. I mean, it's weather. I've seen that the pockets of rain and everything coming over. Some thunderstorms in the area, and tomorrow it's supposed to get down in the forties in Augusta, Georgia. And the, and the play, so Rom is nine under three strokes off the lead. And then the guy I was just talking about from Madisonville, Sam Bennett, his father, a really sad story. When he was in high school, his father got early onset uh, Alzheimer's and uh, he lost him in 2021 after he had already started at Texas A&M. And uh, he is... Uh, uh, Sam Bennett is making a run. The golf coach at A&M became a, a big-time father figure for him. And for an amateur to be sitting eight under, he's finished with his round. He shot a 468 today. It's unheard of. It is just absolutely unheard of. Aaron, if we had to go back to a great amateur performance in the Masters, I think we'd have to go all the way back to uh, Matt Kuchar. And that was 20... Ooh, I mean, that was 20-something years ago that Kuchar did that, 20 to 25 years ago, as an amateur and had an amazing round. His father was on the bag. Sam Bennett, amateur out of Texas A&M, doing it in this Masters and is now sole, has th- sole third place at the Masters. Now, this thing's a who's who after that. Colin Morikawa, known for being an unbelievable player in a major champion he is at six under tied for fourth with victor hovland from oklahoma state unbelievable player himself and then jason day sam burns and jordan spieth all tied at five under along with cameron young all right they're all tied at sixth place and then a little bit of fun news no matter where you stand on the live tour i think i think people if you love him or hate him it's still kind of fun to have him in the mix. Phil Mickelson goes low with a 69 today and shoots four under and sits eight shots off the lead in the Masters. And so he's right there knocking on the door for a uh, uh, for a uh, top 10, and uh, he's tied for 10th right now. And pretty amazing, quite honestly. To, uh, to see the kind of round he had at age 52. The only other thing, Aaron, I was going to bring you real quick is that Freddie Couples, at age 63, was threatening to make the cut. He's one over for the day. He's even for the tournament. And he was about to start on 18 when they blew the horn, and he bogeyed, sadly, 17. I watched him do that, and he barely missed the putt. And uh, so as long as though Fred can finish with a bogey or better, he probably will make the cut and become one of the oldest players to make the cut in the history of the Masters. I believe Tommy Aaron and Bernard Langer have both done it. Langer's still playing in the Masters and still always threatening to win tournaments no matter how old he is. I promise you he'll be 68 years old and still out there challenging to make the cut. Notables that will not be on the cut or not make the cut. Uh, Rory McIlroy shot a big number today, 5 over 77, and finished, uh, well, 5 over for the uh, 
the tournament, and uh, he's out. Uh, he's out of the Masters, and that's a big, big name. Sergio is probably not going to make the cut. Some really good, fine players who are not going to make the cut. Uh, and I would also add Bryson DeChambeau, who is two over for today and is four over. So he's a live member. And then also Charles Schwartzel, a former Masters champion, is not going to make the cut. It does not appear at three over. All right. Uh, that is the uh, rundown. Good stuff there coming from Augusta as we get you ready for Easter weekend. And um, it is uh, Good Friday here at uh, ESPN Central Texas. Next, my old friend Bruce Geetz, who uh, is a big part of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. He serves on the board. We'll get you ready for what should be an unbelievable ceremony coming up next uh, Saturday night. We'll talk about it with Bruce. We'll do that next. It is now time for today's Baylor Spring Gridiron Report, brought to you by Barnett Contracting. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. John Morris with today's Baylor Spring Gridiron Report. Baylor football on the practice field yesterday, practicing through the rain in Central Texas. The offensive line and offensive line coach Eric Mateos met with the media after the practice with plenty of new faces in the offensive line, he likes the way things are coming together. I think they're doing good. I mean, nine practices, and um, you know, we have some youth, but we have some we have some older guys that have been in the system and have heard the language and heard the calls, and um, really proud of them. I mean, through nine practices, um, they've they've done a great job of playing together and learning and. Just super pleased so far. Is this a lot different than last year, though, because you had so many veterans as far as your coaching? Yeah, it's different. You know, it's a new challenge, and I, I like it because, um, you know, it really it forces you to go to the roots of your teaching, go to the base level, and really just kind of rebuild it from the ground up. And um, that's, a, that's a fun thing as a coach, you know. You, it's, uh, you got guys that are eager, hungry, and they're soaking it up, and... It's been a, a lot of fun, and so I've, I've enjoyed it. That's Eric Mateos, the offensive line coach for Baylor. The offensive line key to that wide zone offense. The Bears now off for the Easter holiday, back on the practice field next Tuesday. All headed toward the spring game April 22nd at McLean Stadium. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. My house has a new of my windows, universal windows direct. 
spring is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Get 2.9% for 72 months on 2022 Ram 1500 crew cabs on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramie, and top-of-the-line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get values up to $3,000 on a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab plus 4.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of Ram trucks in Central Texas at Allen Samuels in Waco. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor and Oklahoma start a three-game conference series at Baylor Ballpark today. First pitch has been moved to 5 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball is on the road for a doubleheader against Mercer and Tennessee. Those games can be heard on Cool 101.3 FM. Temple swept McClendon 7-2 and 2-1 in yesterday's doubleheader. That four-game series concludes tomorrow at Bosque River Ballpark. McClendon softball swept their doubleheader with Temple 13-6 and 5-2, so those teams split their four-game series. A two-run homer by Josh Young in the sixth broke a 2-2 tie to help the Rangers to a 5-2 win over the Orioles. Home runs by Chaz McCormick, Kyle Tucker, and Jeremy Pena powered the Astros to an 8-2 win over Detroit. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, we'll let you know. It's Matt Mosley's show. Having a big time today. And um, we'll kind of let you know when they get this Masters going again. A man who's covered a lot of golf in his day. Boy, a TV star. Then he went over to Baylor, became the got in the world of academia. Uh, Bruce Geetson joining us now on Good Friday. And, uh, Bruce, I appreciate you. You doing this? I mean, you could. Uh, it's a little chilly today. I mean, are you? Is this a day you might try to to get out to the golf course, or is that? Um, are you focused on something different today? Nah, I canceled my tea time just so I could talk to you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it you is know, a little chilly to play. 
I appreciate that. That is your dedication there. And I, I, I hope you're uh, watching the Masters. I mean, this is uh, this is some great TV. Uh, right now, we we've had a, a bit of a weather delay, and um, and and so I guess we'll have to kind of peek here and see when we can get going again. I love this Masters app, by the way, Bruce. I don't know if you have yeah. that on your phone. That is a great app. You know, some of these some of these uh, sports apps are better than others. Of course, they don't play is still suspended according to my app here. Uh, yes, and probably I according that, to your I think TV. That's right. I've been watching yeah. it on TV, and that uh, the guys who played it they had the late time yesterday and the early time today had a little bit of a benefit. So yeah, and, yeah. Uh, did, 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 did Bruce, did you see that tree fall over? I mean, I saw no. some. My buddy. Yeah, yeah, man. You need to watch that. It's all over um, the internet. But one of those huge pine trees just toppled over today. And, I mean, it's a wonder it didn't take somebody out because the the uh, the stuff I saw, uh, we were just, uh, I was with a couple of buddies a little while ago, and, I mean, it, it fell over when people were still out there before they had evacuated the course. And uh, hurt? a scary deal. I did not, I've not seen anything. Uh, okay. In fact, I keep going back to ESPN.com to – to see if they even have a picture of it up here. And, uh, of course, they're still leading with Tiger birdies hold despite weather delay interruption in round two. That was from two hours ago. Um, but yeah. you would think if somebody was hurt, I think we would have an updated. We would know uh, by now. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we're okay on that. But uh, Hopefully that uh, wasn't the case. Now, if it was a persimmon tree, Matt, they'd have gotten out of there real quick and turned it into some nice drivers, I think, some old drivers. So. You know, it's been a while, Bruce. I mean, do you still have a bag somewhere in your garage that has one of your old persimmon woods in it? Or you, have you sold those? No. Oh, you do have those. No, I got them. I got a Hogan persimmon driver. In my, my mom worked for Ben Hogan for about 20 years. And uh, so I've got uh, a set of Hogan persimmon woods in the garage. So, Oh, my. But, uh, yeah. So that means you probably met Mr. Hogan at some point in your lifetime, um, man. Nope. I did not. I wish I would have. I did not. But my mom had a lot of great things to say about working for him. And, you know, I tell you some Hogan stories, but we don't have time for those. (laughs) (laughs) You let me, you let me be the judge of what we have time for. It's good Friday. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We can, we can talk all we want, but, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, he could, he was a famously, he could be a prickly personality, and boy, you didn't want to approach him. Uh, what club would that have been? Not, not obviously. He's thought of with Colonial, but there was another club yeah. where later in life he spent most of his time. Was that Shady Oaks or something Shady like Oaks, that? Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, wow. He had what? Say, he'd, he'd work till noon and then go out and hit a bucket of balls and go in and have lunch and then play cards with his buddies. That was his daily routine. And, of course, after he had that uh, car wreck uh, where he almost died and he was yeah. reaching over to save his wife, he ends up winning the, uh, what would that have been, the, the, the open. 1951 the open? open? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think. So it was in the early 50s was. when he had the wreck, and it was the year after that uh, wreck that he still managed. To, an incredible story, you know. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. And, 
And uh, yeah. Kurt Sampson wrote a great book on all on on Ben Hogan and all that. But uh, yeah. well, that's it. That that is uh, fascinating stuff. Bruce Geetson, man, you're a man for all seasons. Uh, you got the students over there. You're putting out the publications. My gosh, like eight different publications. Are we going to do one more lariat before the 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 year ends? I mean, I I know we're not quite going like when I was in school where it's like a daily thing. But I mean, there still is the print product. Still got the great yeah. Baylor annual that y'all put out. What's what what do we have to look forward to in? Uh, in April and May in terms of what the Lariat will be producing. And, of course, you all do a great job online as well. Well, thank you. And we've uh, got some great kids, about 60 kids who work on all the publications. We do have one more print issue coming out in May. It is the summer issue. It'll be on the stands through the summer for kids going to summer school and freshmen coming in for orientation. And then uh, it'll stay on the stands throughout the summer. It's one of our bigger issues. But <clears throat> that'll come out in mid-May, and that's our – we do about eight um, <clears throat> eight uh, print issues a uh, a semester because we think that's still a valuable talent for the kids to learn on print layout uh, for for newspapers, corporate communications, magazines, things like that. So, but thank you for the compliment. I will pass that along to the students and my staff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, hearing it from Mosley, that don't you think that'll change their lives to just say, "Hey, Matt Mosley." <laughs> from ESPN Central Texas. Now, I know some of them. Michael Haig, really yep. like Michael and love his work. Yep. He's been your sports editor. Drake's one of your students. I mean, good yep. luck keeping Drake under your thumb. That's impossible, but <laughs> extremely talented young guy. And so I have him on sometimes. I mean, these guys, I, you know, when we were coming through, uh, Bruce, we kind of were kind of like a, uh, we, you know, we had to wait our time, work our way up. I mean, some of your folks are, I mean, it's like, hey, I'm ready to go. Okay, I'm not I'm not going to go stand in line somewhere. And it, it, quite honestly, it's kind of fun to see that kind yeah. of confidence at a young age. We, we throw them in there as freshmen when they first come in and put them in there and take them to Baylor football games and have them cover those on the sideline. We take crews to the bowl games and the Final Four, the March Madness stuff. We want them to experience covering those big stories. And one thing that's changed a lot from when you and I uh, we're growing up is now they get some of that training in high school. They start them way early. And some of these high schools have broadcast studios and, and uh, good journalism programs. And so they come here already with some experience and then, uh, you know, they have that passion for it. And boy, that's what we look for. And we want You said we had eight platforms. We want them to try different things and just see what lights their fire, what they're most interested in, and then try to steer them that way. And our kids are getting jobs when they graduate, which is a big, which is why we're, why we're there and why they're coming to Baylor, you know. So it's uh, we've we've been very blessed to have great kids and be able to give them some good opportunities. Yeah, Bruce Geetson joining us, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Bruce, you called a lot of uh, games over the years, covered uh, uh, the Baylor women, and uh, they've had some big transfers. Uh, coming in. How about this softball team? Isn't that fun? I mean, I, I was just kind of uh, looking on Twitter, and to go to Rocky Top, the number four team in the country, Tennessee, and I thought, I kind of thought, honestly, when I saw them win that first one, one nothing, I said, get on out of town. You know, you go in there, you beat a team like that, just leave town. We don't need to play a second game. And they turned around and won another one. Now, Bruce, you, you've gone out and covered, and especially with your students, 
a lot of these different games. But, you know, Glenn Moore is such a great guy, and, he, and he's a oh, good yeah. friend. And um, But to see them back in the mix and making some national noise, how fun is that? Well, and don't forget, well it starts in the circle. You get strong in the circle. He's strong in the circle this year in the, in, in a, for, with pitching. Don't forget they beat OU, too. And that hardly ever happens, anybody beating OU. OU went down to Austin and swept Texas. But uh, it's, you know, you, you're strong and you stay healthy and you keep your people in there. And then just like any of the other sports, you're playing good throughout the year. And sometimes it's who's playing the hottest at that particular time. He's been to the, to the World Series before a couple of times. And I'd love to see him go again. And so this may be a year for that to happen. And it couldn't, like you said, it couldn't happen to a better guy. And a better group of kids, you know. So we'll hope for that. And you know, I got faith in uh, in Mitch too with the baseball side. They're young, but they're they're learning, and they've had flashes of really good stuff. And I think that uh, that they'll get that turned around here pretty quick too. So, all right, I'm seeing. Make sure and Michael Haig wasn't like taking Good Friday off, and that he was interacting. And it does look like he's. <laughs> He's all over this Baylor softball win. He's got a lot of retweets here. So I'm keeping an eye on some of your students to make sure they're doing their thing. And then also he's retweeting these Baylor transfers. I mean, Bruce, isn't this amazing that uh, men's in college and, and women's college basketball, what it's become? I mean, I, it's, it's fun. It's also it, it, it's fun when you get the great players transferring in. It's not as fun when they're leaving you, right? And, and no. so the, the, the uh, Baylor women's program lands somebody from, I think she's from Ohio. How good must the Mac have been? Did you see what she averaged a game? Um, she averaged something like 22 points a game. Her name is Yaya Felder. And, and she was sec- she, Yaya Sisterhood. And she was um, – she was like second team all Mac, and she averaged 22 points a game. Like, what do you have to do to get on first team in that conference? Well, that's kind of ironic. Her nickname's Yaya. That was Kim Mulkey's nickname with her grandkids. Oh, wait, they call her Yaya? Uh-huh. I'm not mistaken. I think that's right. So, but, you know, back to the back to the transfer portal, I don't like it, Matt. I don't, yeah. you know. You got schools. I mean, it's 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 good for the good for the players, but I don't think it's good for the programs. You know, when you get someplace, and I think maybe they should limit you to one transfer or something like that if they're going to keep it. But I don't like it. And kids are uh, and, and schools are doing things now that my alma mater, SMU, got the death penalty for. Uh, kinda SMU is a little bit yeah. more egregious in some areas, but still, you know, a lot of things that are happening now, guys. You know. You used to get probation for a year or two, and now it's okay. And I'm sure there are schools who are still bending the NIL rules. So the NCAA has got to wrap its arms around that and have some regulation on that. I think if if they're going to keep it around, I'm not a I'm not a fan of the NI of the, no. of the NIL and the transfer programs. It's just a it's it's recruiting. You know, every year you got to recruit. Got a lot of one and dones, and and uh, I just I don't think it's good for the sport. So. Yeah, Just I'm gonna look. Yeah. I'm gonna look on the records and make sure that that Mustang uh, Club that was so uh, famous for sending some of those funds to those players. Make sure your name doesn't show up on any of that. I, I do love that Sherwood Blunt when they really did get in big trouble. It's when they got in trouble the second time, right? 
and and basically yeah. it was kind of honor among thieves. He was just trying to make payroll. They promised <laughs> these players that they were going to pay them, and Sherwood Blunt. Um, uh, t- I mean, he was not going to leave those kids hanging. So uh, even though, obviously, SMU ended up paying a heavy, heavy price that no other school will likely ever pay again, I, I, some of the, I mean, you know, like, I don't know if those people were quite as despicable as we've made them out to be over the years. And I still see Sherwood from time to time, and I, it's the hardest thing for me to do. Um, up at one of the uh, the Metroplex Country Clubs, the hardest thing for me to do is not go over there, you know, and and try to ask him about stuff. But uh, yeah. we could we could talk about that all day. The uh, the, yeah. uh, the Matt, SMU. Matt, I'm, living, I'm, I'm living proof that they didn't pay every athlete they had at SMU. <laughs> I promise you, <laughs> we got five dollars a day meal money, and that was it on road trips. Yeah. Well, I you may have predated a, a little bit of uh of of that of that group, but uh yeah, yeah that was uh that was interesting uh uh all of that. I still see Lance McElhaney around town and some of the guys. Yeah. What an unbelievable. That those teams of my youth, when I was about 10 years old, uh that those were amazing amazing teams, Dickerson, James, the whole thing. Okay, let's talk real quick about the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. The huge induction ceremony banquet is happening mm-hmm. here on April 15th. Um, right. That's going to be today's Friday, so it'll be a week from tomorrow in the Correct. evening. And man, I had uh, Robert Brazil on yesterday, the great Oilers player. You and I talked yep. about that a little bit. You kind of set me up on a couple of things, but he was great, funny. The Doctor Doom story, Howard Cosell, that was great. But I mean, this class with Scott Drew, I mean, the Baylor yep. men's head coach. Uh, um, Cynthia Potter. I mean, you know, some of these people I kind of had to, I needed to look up and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, Olympians. She's an Olympic diver. You got, uh, uh, Carlette Cynthia, Gidry. Yeah, Cynthia Potter, uh, Car- Carlette Gidry, uh, who yeah. had an incredible, uh, he's not a household name, but a 23 time all American and 12 yeah. time NCAA champion. Incredible. You got some good football players, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, I was just looking. I didn't realize Adrian Peterson didn't play high school football, didn't play football until his junior year of high school. And wow. did pretty good after that. Legs would have been <laughs> fresh, huh? <So. laughs> wow, and then, Palestine uh, High School. Yep, yep. Uh, Michael Strahan's going to be in Waco from Good Morning America and the New York Giants in uh, Texas Southern University where he played college ball. He's going to be here. Uh, Saturday night as well. And you mentioned Scott Drew. We're all familiar with his story and what a deal that is. And then Jose Cruz from the Astros. Um, 19, well, 13 seasons playing with him and 19 seasons in the major leagues. And just, uh, he was a, he was a special ball player. I don't think he got his due when he played because he had a lot of high, high profile other teammates and stuff. But, uh, we want to recognize him and put him in the Hall of Fame and he's going to be there. Uh, now as well and so we still got you know the following day on Sunday is the 30th anniversary of the Sports Hall of Fame coming to uh, to, to Waco so um, I got a quick quivia trivia question for you Matt okay okay by the way this is going to be sponsored we're going to call this the Schmaltz's trivia question of the week you know one of our one of my favorite sandwich shops, of course, in uh, all yeah. of Texas, but especially okay. Central Texas. Hit me with it. All right. 
So you got five seconds to answer. Who was the very first inductee into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame? Because I don't want you to look it up on your phone. In 1951, the very first inductee into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Five seconds. I would have to say, Four. no, I'm not going to look Three. it up. I, like okay. Babe Dietrich, Dietrichson or somebody like that. That's um, a good guess. But no, it's Chris Speaker. Oh, man. going to get tickets to the induction banquet if you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> was, was born in Hubbard and then played high school baseball at Fort Worth Poly High School. And he was the first inductee back in 1949. Some sports writers voted to hey, start the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. So we are the largest and the first state sports hall of fame in the country right here in Waco. Of course, it started up in Dallas-Fort Worth but moved here uh, in 93. And so Monday is the 30th anniversary of the museum opening here, Bob Lilly and Tom Landry and Lamar Hunt were all there for that ceremony. And a lot of local guys were had a lot of sweat equity making that happen. The late, great Dave Campbell, and Terry Stevens, Tom Salome, David Lacey, some of them. So, But that's kind of a landmark for us. And so we kind of feel like we're a hidden secret sometime in Waco. But we've got 410 inductees, six and a half, eight more, and just a lot of great stories in there and great staff. We've got 15,000 pieces of memorabilia. Uh, a lot of it is we rotate it out, and so, but it's uh, it's a cool thing. And the Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has been our sponsor for years and great community provider for us. So it's the Texas Farm Bureau Insurance Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet, one of our best okay. classes ever. We have got a few tickets left, Matt, and you can they'll be online until five o'clock, and then you'll have to call the museum next week uh, if you want to come. But we'll have a a big crowd there. But we do have a few tickets left. It's not an expensive ticket, so. You're interested in coming and seeing those stars. Come on out. So yeah, it's it's well worth it. And if oh, you yeah. want to do that, I've got the uh, the website uh, as as uh, as you were just hearing from Bruce. Go to tshof dot org or call up to the uh, museum if you want to go see that unbelievable. I mean, think about how many people just uh, uh, that aren't even in sports really. Uh, listen and watch Michael Strahan on a daily basis and have been now for the past 10 or 15 years. Uh, he transcends sports. And so you'll yeah. have the Baylor faction that wants to support Scott, obviously. And, uh, boy, you made me start thinking of some things. The Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. By the way, have you been, Bruce, to the Baseball uh, Hall of Fame before? It's on my bucket list. I was going to okay. go one time back in the 80s, and a big storm came in. We got rained out, but that's on my bucket list. It, do you Can you name a former Baylor baseball player who is in that, who is in the Baseball Hall of Fame? Wow, is this small to contest part two? So. Yeah, the problem is we got to let one of our listeners get one of these. But you text me, okay? Um, okay. Because I, I saw this recently, and, and it's an old-timer, I'll tell you. But th- he did play at Baylor, and he did end up in the Pro Baseball Hall of Fame, uh, which is in Cooperstown, obviously, and he okay. played at Baylor. And, of course, we have so many great Hall of Fame type people yeah. that played at Baylor, but not the National Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Only one, I believe, that went on right. to play at Baylor, but ended up in the pro. If anybody can get that one, 254-662-1660, you win two free sandwiches at Schmaltz's. And Bruce, when I go there, I order the Schmaltz, 
and it has everything. I, I get. The, I say no olives, but everything yep. else is just wonderful. And it's Same got here. all the. Yeah. Oh, you like that? Good. Good. Yeah. 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 Same here. Right. Everything. I'll pick without the olives, but boy, you can't beat their bread and their meat and sandwiches. They're awesome. So that's good stuff. Golly, I appreciate you helping me sell this thing. I may, <laughs> I may have you on more often. Um, I, I'm drawing a blank on that trivia question, so uh, that's okay. That's uh, okay. One good. of our one of our listeners will get this one quickly. And the thing I like about that question I just asked is it's hard to look up quickly. It's just not. Yes. You got to do a little searching, so somebody will have to know that one off the top of their head. I'll text you the answer here in a second. Okay. All right, uh, Bruce. The, I appreciate it, and uh, boy, look forward. That's going to be an unbelievable ceremony. Yeah, uh, and uh, in a yes, yep. got it. And hey, yep. one more thing: you can help pick our next class. All your listeners can by being voting members, and we've overhauled our voting membership. So go to the website and take a look at that. You mm. join as a member, you get a get a limited edition Texas Sports Hall of Fame cap free. And so mm. we invite you to do that, and then uh, you can have a say. You can nominate anybody you yeah. want. It'll get on the list, and then people vote on it. So yeah. you get a chance to I, do that. So it's your I, museum uh, as much as, as ours, all right? Yeah, I thought you were talking to me personally, and I I, I, I thought you were about to well, ask me to be like on the – I'm ready to – well, you said the listeners. I, I really wanted you to focus on me, and uh, I've been I've – been, Jay, I, I think Jay wants to put me on the board, but there may be some board members who would rather Mosley not get involved too much. <laughs> Why is but, that? <laughs> no, I, won't, I won't get into that. All right, okay, Bruce, all right. it was fun to have you. I'll, uh, hey, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me on, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Matt. Have a great weekend. Go. Happy Easter. Okay. Yeah, same to you. Bruce Geets, a man uh, – you can tell he's done TV. The man knows his way around a broadcast, and then he's helped all the young Baylor uh, folks get jobs and come up. I wish I had somebody helping me back in the day. I mean, I went to law school and flailed around looking for a job forever and then finally got on at the, the Dallas Morning News. But I, I wish I had Bruce helping me back in the day. I only had Lloyd Gould the uh, in Journalism 101 class, only journalism class I had at Baylor. But I did have speech communications and had some great, uh, some great, uh, oh, man, Dr. Sluter, John Cunningham, Dr. Bass. I mean, big-time professors over there. Um, all right, it's Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. As we continue on, let's do some, uh, let's do some Campus Confidential. And then a reminder, at 5 o'clock, we got a major, major guest. The, uh, someone, they put a statue uh, named after, and a statue just went up on campus, uh, Mrs. Barbara Walker. What an unbelievable guest. The first black graduate at Baylor University, and she'll be on with us at 5 o'clock. We continue on next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. How about serving delicious Central Texas-style barbecue and all the fixings at your next catering event? Hellberg Barbecue caters all-size events from small birthday parties to large corporate gatherings of over 800 people and full-service weddings, including appetizers, charcuterie tables, and more. And they feature a catering rewards program for repeat customers, including a rebate on additional jobs, plus a rebate on new catering jobs referred to Hellberg. Learn more at hellbirdsbarbecue.com. 
Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived, and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Traverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup in stock for immediate delivery, and folks, still 0% financing on every half-ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Don't miss the spring sale happening now at Lone Star Structures. Save big on in-stock storage sheds, cabins, chicken tractors, dog kennels, porch swings, and gliders. Conveniently shop their on-sale inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call 254-583-4411. Hurry in. Sale in soon. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Three home runs in their last two at bats helped Baylor to a 10 to 6 win over Oklahoma. Game two is scheduled for 6:30 tonight and can be heard on ESPN Central Texas, weather permitting. Rain reduced the schedule to just one game today for Baylor softball. The Bears scored eight in the second inning and held on for an 8 to 5 win over Tennessee. The doubleheader between McLennan and Temple scheduled for today has been postponed to tomorrow. That will get underway at noon at Bosque River Ballpark. Afternoon baseball for both the Rangers and the Astros. Texas is in Chicago to start a weekend series with the Cubs and lost 2 to nothing. Houston leads the Twins 1 to nothing in the fourth. Second round action at the Masters has been suspended with Brooks Kepka in the clubhouse at 12 under par. That's three shots ahead of John Rahm. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is. Appreciate, uh, boy, uh, Tom Barfield 
And uh, that is uh, great. Jim Turner Chevrolet. Love having uh, having Jim and uh, that dealership, Derek, the whole gang out there. Clay. What's up, Clay? Oh, the great Clay Laster out there just kind of doing his thing, moving some cars around, doing some financing, doing big deals out there in McGregor. And um, always, uh, oh, it's just really great to uh, have Jim Turner Chevrolet uh, sponsoring this. And, of course, our, our uh, presenting sponsor for our show, Central National Bank. Happy holiday. Boy, they rarely take days off there. And I don't, I guess this is a bank holiday. I would think Good Friday. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to get them to Brian Fonville to shut down the uh, drive through for any, anyone. And uh, the man uh, loves a good ATM. They've got all kinds of options at their different locations. Got one in Temple. Got one in Austin. Got two in the, the Waco area. Just unbelievable uh, job they do. All right, Aaron. Now, no rush here because we'll come back later in the program and hit on any kind of college stuff you want. But I know you've been eyeing that portal <laughs> because I've been seeing these Baylor women. I mean, Baylor women are adding players. Now, of course, I kind of – it worries me. One of those programs are getting a player from – It's a, there's great players that come from there, but their coach doesn't always sign off on them playing. So I'm hoping uh, everything works out. But, Aaron, what do you – what do you have for us today in Campus Confidential? We will start with Baylor women's basketball. They've received two commitments from transfers in the last 24 hours. Yaya Felder, a point guard from Ohio University who averaged 22 points, five rebounds, and four assists per game last year, which led the Mid-American Conference and was eighth in the nation, committed to Baylor via Instagram. Baylor women's basketball also picked up a commitment from Kentucky guard Jada Walker. Walker averaged a little over 12 points, uh, excuse me, a little under 13 points last year, 3.1 rebounds, 3.1 assists, and led the SEC in steals per game with 2.6. It's the uh, third transfer announced in the last week. Last week, Baylor got a uh, commitment from Fairmont post Madison Bartley, the 6-3 forward, averaged about 15, uh, averaged about 15 points and a low five pound, five rebounds a game last year for Belmont. Well, you know Belmont puts out great musicians. Let's hope they put out great post players too. The Kentucky player we saw Dre Edwards not be able to play last year. Part of it was because she'd already transferred before. And the coach would not sign off to let her play. And, you know, you get different stories on that one. The coach would tell you that, you know, she made the player fully aware of the situation and that Baylor was aware that there was a great chance she would have to sit out the season. Baylor certainly needed uh, Dre Edwards this year. She could have helped tremendously. There was some pressure put on the, uh, the Kentucky uh, AD and the coach to do something. I don't think it would have been that big of a deal for the coach to sign off on letting her play. But, again, I've heard all different sides of this story. So I'm done with that one. But this new player, uh, Aaron, tell me again the name. Now, I love Yaya coming from uh, uh, Ohio. I mean, 22 points a game. Still can't believe that. She's in the the MAC, and they said she was a second-team 
all Mac. Like, what do you have to do to get first team? That's Thirty a game. That she was second. Thirty five a game. I mean, she scored twenty two points a game. My gosh, she averaged, the Mac the great. Is that the greatest league in the in the country or something? Yeah, she was eighth in the country in scoring. She averaged twenty two five and five last year. It's pretty incredible that she didn't make first team, but uh, yeah, big pickup for the for the Baylor women. That's right, Aaron. I can I can hear the excitement in your voice. The Bears are uh, filling in some holes and ready to go as they lose uh, Caitlin Bickle. And um, yeah, I mean you know there's some there's some losses there's some losses along the way. As um, Asbury, I, you know Jamie, really enjoyed her work. Great three point shooter. This will be tough. It won't be easy. Uh, but they do have a lot of talent coming back and hopefully get Blackwell going. Dre Edwards bringing the new Kentucky player, Yaya, and then Aaron, who our, our new player from Belmont, and she may be able to sing the national anthem and then go out there and play for us. Baylor softball used an eight-run second inning. Dari Orm got a two-inning save, and the Baylor softball team got their second victory over number four Tennessee in as many days with an 8-5 win earlier today. Well, we were just talking about that with Bruce Geetson. And what an amazing what an amazing deal that was. I mean, to go out there against the number four team in the country and sweep them. Get two wins. 1-0 and then beat them up 8 to 5 or whatever it was. What a what a performance out there. I got I got to text Glenn Moore or something. All right, incredible guest coming up next. Uh, we'll go out to California, and we will speak to uh, Mrs. Uh, Barbara Walker, and uh, the first black graduate ever from Baylor. Uh, she and the Reverend Robert Gilbert, and she just had a statue dedicated earlier this week. Cannot wait to talk to her. She'll be on with us next. The voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage espn central texas is your home for game time the john moore show and the matt mosley show 
Are you paying more than you need to for your car? Have you considered a refinance to save money? Refinancing can get you a lower interest rate and as a result, decrease your monthly car payment, freeing up cash for other financial obligations. Learn about refinancing today at Genco. Then save even more by skipping your payments for the first 60 days, only from Genco Federal Credit Union. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union, It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Audience Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas on this Good Friday and uh, man, it is so it's so great to have Mrs. Barbara Walker on with us today. And uh, Mrs. Walker, uh, what a beautiful ceremony that was the other day, and the statue going on in front of the Tidwell Bible Building. Uh, I just want to congratulate you. It's a well earned, well deserved, an amazing uh, honor and a tribute to you. And uh, thank you for being uh, on on my show this afternoon. Well, thank you for inviting me. Yes, I really did enjoy Tuesday. It was, I'm still full (laughs) emotionally from that experience. It was was really beautiful. Well, and you've been honored for years as one of the first black black graduates ever at Baylor University. But I bet just uh, having everybody there and then a representative from the Reverend Robert Gilbert's family, his son speaking, I bet so many memories. came back to you so many changes over the years and everything first of all what's it what is it like to see a statue of yourself i'm sure you had been shown along the way of oh here's what's going to look like but when it's unveiled and and you see a statue of yourself that has to be kind of a a surreal moment did you did you did you kind of get to spend some time you know with your statue and and what was that feeling like you know, it was unbelievable. It's it is. It's really something to see yourself, you know, in bronze. And uh, <laughs> the next day, before my daughter and I came back to uh, Arizona, we went over and spent some time and took pictures and just, you know, just thought about everything. And I remembered my days when I was um, uh, attending Baylor, and it was just it's just a wonderful feeling, you know, just to think that they thought enough to want to do something like that to honor me. I, I really appreciate it so much. 
What was it like being over at Paul Quinn and then making that decision to transfer over to Baylor? I guess you knew the Reverend Gilbert. I mean, y'all came in to, together. I mean, I, you know, it had to be uh, quite an experience. Like, and in, in, in what made you say, okay, we want to, to go to Baylor? And, and were you thinking at the time of, hey, this would be uh, interesting and a challenge and everything to be um, you know, to try to become, I mean, what was that whole experience like as you were kind of working through that and then making the decision to transfer to Baylor? Like, what was your biggest driving force in deciding you wanted to come to Baylor? Well, uh, Robert and I didn't know each other. I came in 64, and he came in 65, and that was when I first met him. But while I was attending Paul Quinn, I had a professor in history. His name was Robert Sunderland. And Mr. Sunderland is the one who really kind of took me under his wing. And he he felt that I did not belong at Paul Quinn. He felt that my level of education was above what the other students there had. And he felt my being there was going to hold me back. And he's the one that talked to me. He said, listen, Barbara, I know that Baylor is going to be integrating um, in December of this year. He says, and I want you to apply. I think that you would do well there, and that just opened the door, and and that was it. Once Baylor um, integrated, he got in touch with the uh, admissions office that does the testing and had me go over and uh, take the test for entrance into Baylor. And from then on, you know, and I never thought about the fact that I was be integrating a school or that I would be the first or anything like that. I just thought about, oh, I was just wanting a good education, and I just felt like God had really opened up a door for me, and I was ready. Now, what did you face when you got over to the Baylor campus? Um, and, and did you feel, you know, like alone uh, at times? Were, were you? Was there acceptance from most of the students, what was the what was the atmosphere like when you when you first got on campus? Well, to tell the truth, basically my three years that I was there, I was kind of invisible in one sense because the majority of the campus acted as if I wasn't even there. I mean, they didn't speak, pass right by me as if I was not even didn't even exist. But there were a group though that was totally different, and that is what made the adjustment is so great. First of all, I had a roommate from Montgomery, uh, from Alabama, and she was, we just hit it off just perfectly. So we spent a lot of time together. And there were other uh, people, Linda Robinson, one guy named David, and just a few more that just really opened up their arms to me and just made sure that I felt uh, accepted and that I fit into the campus. And so there, just having their camaraderie was really enough for me. I tend to be a rather shy, quiet person anyway, so I don't need a. I didn't need a big audience. So their <laughs> friendship was all I needed. It was just perfect for me. Isn't that something? Somebody from Alabama, and who knows what they had heard, you know, growing up and and things like that. But was open and and like you say, you got to be. Uh, roommates, uh, that it's just a, it's, it's kind of fascinating, um, 
to, to think back on all that. So sociology is what drew you in, and you said it was a history professor, and you went on to have an incredible career in social work. Now, what was it about sociology and, and, um, and what was offered to you at that point? Like, I remember having sociology classes at Baylor and, and had a couple of them. Dr. Larry Lyons, I think, comes to mind. There might have been a Dr. Miller. Um, what was the... Uh, what were those what were those classes like and what were, what attracted you to that field mainly it was i think it was dr osborne he was the one that i had most of my sociology classes underneath and he would you know we would talk and kind of he explored with me what i was really interested in and how did that tie in with sociology and he knew that i was really interested in working with people and he suggested uh, I look into going to graduate school in social work, and so I I did. Uh, he helped me uh, locate some schools that had a master's degree program in social in social work, and Florida State offered me a full grant to go there, and so that's where I ended up and spent uh, that year and a half there getting my master's degree. Tallahassee was a very different experience from Baylor. I that was, that is where I really met the prejudice and uh, mm. I'm just outright hatred and people really just being really mean. But I think my state my that I had at Baylor prepared me for going on to Tallahassee because I realized that all people were not the same. There were kind and gentle people everywhere. And um, so God even prepared people there for me that really made the transition into all of that that hatred and racism that existed at Tallahassee and it uh that really made it t- tolerable because that my the students in my class in graduate school were just was just absolutely wonderful we couldn't find a place to stay there was one other african american girl with me uh, she was from california and uh we could not find a place to live when we got there and one of the students in our class, we ended up having to go over to Florida A&M University, the African-American University that's there in Tallahassee, and find housing where their students uh, had housing. And one of the young men from New York, a young Jewish young man, bought a car for us to use for transportation to go back and forth to school so that we were able to go to school. So, I mean, so there's always, even though when there's been people who wanted the worst for us there's always been others who were more than happy to help and did so it really made a a, a beautiful experience in transitioning from Baylor to Florida State that is uh yeah that is remarkable and uh boy I I tell you that is that really is something that people that would reach out even during those times where it wasn't popular to do barbara walker joining us on the matt mosley show esp in central texas one of the first black graduates ever at baylor university along with reverend uh reverend gilbert and uh his son spoke you dedicated this to your mom and since boy education was huge to her and so when you graduate from baylor you felt like she was doing that too tell me uh what your mom's name uh was and 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 what was uh uh, and, and, you know, kind of how she inspired you in that way. Okay. Well, her name uh, is Jimmy Lee, Ball, Jimmy Lee Ball. 
and she grew up there in Redbird. It's an all, it's an all African American town that I grew up in, and she always excelled in her education. And when she was denied the ability to go to school because of a lack of funds, uh, there is a Langston University is the African American university that's there in uh, Oklahoma. And when she could not do that, uh, ended up having all of us children, 13 of us. <laughs> and, you know, it was just, I could see she, she, she was teaching me reading when I was three years old. And all of us, before we started to school, she always laid a foundation for us. We always had to, we had to know how to read. We knew how, had to know how to write our names and just important things she felt that we should know before we started to school and not have to depend on uh, other people to teach us. And she just started that young and it just really stayed with me. And, uh, it was just really just deep in my heart. It just touched me how much education meant to her. And I felt like it was important for me to excel and to do well as well for her. Man, I just think about how much, uh, how proud she would be, and and uh, and then I'm sure you had quite a few. Now y'all had like a hundred uh, folks, and maybe a lot of family members, and I'm sure friends. Uh, did you have some? Were some of your siblings able to to be there? Who did you have in attendance? Well, um, um, my sister. I only have one sister left that. Uh, all of the other siblings have passed on. In fact, my brother, the last brother, he passed on Monday. Uh, he had just passed, and um, oh, I'm so, sorry. Yeah. So, but it was I was able to have just about all of my siblings uh, were represented through their children and grandchildren that came. So it was it was like a family family reunion for us as well because <laughs> so many of them came together. I just never thought that I meant that much to anybody that they would make that sacrifice to come. And it was really wonderful to see them. And they just really, you know, really cheered me on. And my grandson was able to come. My grandson graduated from Baylor 50 years after I graduated. And wow. so he was able to be there with his wife and his and her, their two children. And they drove all the way from, from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> and they have uh, so it was it was just really a thrill for me to have them there and just so many others uh, that when they found out what was happening they said oh yes oh yeah I'm, I'm going to be there and my uh, daughter who goes with me I because I sometimes I need assistance and help in getting around uh, she was right there and when her best friends found out four three of them immediately made reservations and flew down here with us. So it was great. It was, I couldn't, I couldn't help but feel really wonderful. It was almost surreal. It was just uh -huh. so wonderful to see so many people who came out. And I'm sure the Gilberts had that same experience. What a legacy. Boy, your grandson, that is so neat that, that the Baylor, you've kind of kept it in the family all these years. Now, uh, the seven-foot-tall statue, what was the process like of Victor, the sculptor, 
um, getting ready to do that? Like, I think he did he come out to California and spend some time with you? Were there any moments where he was kind of sketching some things out and, and, and trying to get what was what was that process like? Well, uh, when we first when he was first elected, he had gathered information on his own. He had just really researched uh, both Robert and my history just to get a feel of what we were like, what it must have been like being to school there. And then when he started sculpting, he he didn't come out here uh, in Arizona where I live, but we talked on the phone all the time. He constantly asked me uh, different things and how what style of clothes and everything else. And then I sent him the outfit that he did. I sent that outfit to him and he used it in uh, for making the cast for the for me. So he kept in touch from the beginning to the very end, always asking the questions. He said when he had done the initial model of it, he sent that to me, had me to make comments. We changed a few things and he was so amenable to whatever I suggested. If I didn't quite like the way the jacket was hanging in the back or something, he made all the adjustments without any questions at all. So he, he really wanted me to be pleased with the work that he did. And and I was, I really was. He did a beautiful job. Well, people will be visiting that for a long time. I'm glad you get to see it and every your family. What was your favorite place on the the Baylor campus um, when you came over in, in 1964? And was there any place that uh, special uh, that you would either study or rest, or was there? What was your what was your favorite part of campus, a, a building or a, a part of campus at Baylor? I think probably the student union. That because that the student union had a lot of activities, and uh, it had a bowling alley. I took bowling while I was there, so I got to learn how to bowl there. And in my dorm, I stayed in in Memorial Hall, and we had a study uh, lounge up on the, I guess it was the third floor of that building. And also where my, uh, I had pledged Kai's, which is a service club. And I bet our meeting room was there too. So that held a lot of fun memories for me. So I really liked, I really liked my dorm where I live. I stayed there all three years while I was there. Boy, I know it well, and it's where I, we would eat at Memorial Hall, my fraternity, and, and uh, I never found any of the study lounges on campus, uh, Mrs. Walker. <laughs> I'm, I, was, I was still looking for those, but I did that bowling alley. I took bowling as well, maybe my freshman year at Baylor. So um, did you become uh-huh. a pretty good bowler did you keep bowling uh throughout life or did you give that up i bowled for years and it really i really enjoyed it a lot just in these last years with my knees and feet not working as well as they used to i've given it up but i often think about it but yeah i really enjoyed bowling and yeah i did it for several years after leaving baylor well i tell you it was oh go ahead I was just going to say, one of the things that I really liked, you were asking about favorite places. One mm-hmm. of the things that I really liked about my dorm was because we, at that time, uh, I don't know when you attended, but when I attended, uh, Memorial had the family-style dining, where we all sat at the table, and then the food was set on the table and passed around. It was really wonderful. I noticed when I went back 
oh, several years later, and I was in the dorm, I noticed that it was no longer family style like that. But uh, but I, that was one of the things that I really enjoyed. You got a chance to sit down and meet with you know meet and talk with the people at your table. That was a fun memory. Yeah, that one big room with the mirrors in there. That's where we would meet, and and uh, and you know some of that stuff hasn't changed. They do have. I I think the food finally, as I was graduating, Mrs. Walker improved a little bit. They had sandwich stations. You know, they had more items to get them. Uh, but uh, but yeah, those are uh, those are those are wonderful memories. Well, it's fun to get to visit with you, and I really appreciate it. And then listening to the ceremony and all the speakers, President Livingstone. Um, I bet that was kind of neat for you to, to spend time, and I'm sure you've met her before, visited with her, but the first female president at Baylor. Uh, yes. and, and yeah, that, that, that had to be kind of, uh, I'm sure y'all have enjoyed getting to know each other. Yes, we have. It's really been nice. We, uh, I think the first time I met her was when one of the homecomings, yeah, it was during one of the homecomings, and I was in the homecoming parade, and we spent the what was it? We spent that evening up at the game, up in Bay. I guess she has her own special, special space up there uh, mm-hmm. in the stadium where you can out, look out and see the game playing, and they serve all this delicious food and things. So that was a real treat when I, when I was there, and my grandson got to be up there with me um, that year because he was still at Baylor. But yeah, it, it was really nice. She is really a nice lady. It's, I'm just so uh, proud of all of the things that she has brought to Baylor. She was definitely a, a breath of fresh air for Baylor. And, and and I understand that her contract has been extended until when? Uh, 2032, I think they said. So I was really happy that Baylor appreciates what she's doing. Yeah, I think uh, uh, she's done a tremendous job. Well, it's uh, this has been a lot of fun, and uh, I do hope uh, one of your next visits, let's stay in touch because I want to get to meet you in person, and uh, I'll, I'll obviously see your statue a lot, but I really want to get to <laughs> to know, to see you in person. So let's uh, let's keep in touch, and, uh, well, Lori put us in touch, and she does such a great job for Baylor, so love getting to visit with you, and congratulations. Yeah. I mean, just a uh, – uh, you're a very humble person, uh, but still, uh, it, it was an amazing, it was a big moment for the university, um, you know, when you graduated. And uh, and you may not have thought that much of it at the time, but now looking back at everything that's happened, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a big moment. And, uh, and I, I, I really appreciate the time today. Well, I thank you. I thank you for taking the time to interview me. It's really been nice. You bet. And if you ever want to catch up on Baylor sports, we'll, we'll, I'll let you have the app, you know, where you can listen to me. Okay. We talk a lot okay. of Baylor athletics, so uh, we'll, uh, we'll get that information to you. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> you bet. There she goes. Barbara Walker, Mrs. Walker, um, joining us on the Matt Mosley show. You can see her statue now in front of the, uh, the Tidwell uh, Bible building. And they've done some really nice things to Tidwell uh, in recent years. And now, right out in front, the Reverend Robert Gilbert and then Barbara Walker graduated in 1967. Both uh, transferred over from Paul Quinn. It wasn't that amazing. It took a professor saying, hey, I think you need to be over here. I think you need to try to go over here to Baylor. And she wasn't thinking about being 
a trailblazer or anything like that. She just thought, well, I'll do what this professor is recommending and, and went on to, uh, to great acclaim in the, in the, in mental health and working with people, social work. She used that degree for over 30 years in California. So a wonderful way uh, to start the Easter weekend visiting with Mrs. Barbara Walker, uh, just a fascinating uh, person. Okay, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We will uh, get you caught up on uh, on several things, including the Masters, and then also just another huge win for Baylor softball. All of that's next. Welcome to today's edition of the Baylor Sports Beat on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check. Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, big wins for Baylor baseball and softball heading into a big weekend in Baylor Athletics. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Just as it's heating up on the courts, and so are the deals during Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $8,250 plus $500 to first responders. Or get 1.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the custom vehicle of your dreams. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Alan Samuels in Waco. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor baseball played late into the night last night, but came away with a 10-6 win over the Oklahoma Sooners in their Big 12 Conference Series opener at Baylor Ballpark. The Bears, with the win, go up a game in the best of three series. Game two scheduled for 6.30 tonight at Baylor Ballpark, the series finale Saturday at 2. Meanwhile, 21st-ranked Baylor softball on the road in Knoxville, Tennessee. First, they knock off Mercer 5-2. Then the Bears beat 4th-ranked Tennessee 1-0. A one-hit shutout victory for Dari Orm for the win. Here's Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore. I really could not be more proud of the way the girls performed today. You know, a terrible day of travel yesterday. Left campus around 10, got in to Knoxville around midnight, or actually a little before, but got to bed around midnight. Had to get up early to play because they moved the games up two hours, and the girls had every reason not to be ready to play that first game. But nonetheless, they came out, played a great game against Mercer. Riley Crandall looked great in the circle again. She's looking better every time she's out there. Carried over into an outstanding game, one of the best games in Baylor softball history against uh, the number 3-4 Tennessee Volunteers on their home field, uh, number six in the power rankings. And uh, very, very proud of the way the girls played. It was a great day. 
uh, for us and uh, good thing because it looks like rain's coming in tomorrow and we may not get to play tomorrow. Uh, hopefully we will, but uh, today was a great day for Baylor softball. Glenn Moore following yesterday's pair of wins over Mercer and Tennessee, scheduled to play the same two today, weather permitting, in Knoxville, Tennessee. Also, men's tennis drops a four-love decision to second-ranked TCU. They'll play a doubleheader against Alcorn State today and host Texas tomorrow at 6 at the Herd Tennis Center. And women's golf begins play in the Big 12 match play in Phoenix, Arizona today. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More Monday, I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Looking for a checking account that earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a first central credit union slam dunk. Be the MVP. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Lone Star Structures. Don't miss the spring sale now at Lone Star Structures on Highway 77 and Rosebud Lot. You'll find big savings on storage sheds, dog kennels, sports swings, gliders, and more. Baylor and Oklahoma start a three-game conference series at Baylor Ballpark today. First pitch has been moved to 5 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. 
Baylor softball is on the road for a doubleheader against Mercer and Tennessee. Those games can be heard on Cool 101.3 FM. McClendon softball swept their doubleheader with Temple 13-6 and 5-2, so those teams split their four-game series. A two-run homer by Josh Young in the sixth broke a 2-2 tie to help the Rangers to a 5-2 win over the Orioles. Texas has today off and starts a road series with the Cubs tomorrow afternoon. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What a great way to, uh, Aaron, let's save Mrs. Walker's number. Man, I, I tell you, I could talk to her all day long. I didn't want to keep her too long, but uh, she now has a statue and, uh, you know, that, that is just her likeness and the Reverend Gilbert and sadly, he's he's uh, no longer with us. But boy, um, Mrs. Walker was just tremendous, and she graduated from Baylor, 1967. My parents got to Baylor around 1966, and um, but she she graduated in '67. First, uh, she and uh, and, and uh, Reverend Gilbert, first black graduates uh, in Baylor history. And it came over from Paul Quinn. And if you haven't been over, there are still some buildings. Well, at least, I don't know, when I was in school, uh, they may have um, they may have torn almost all of that down now, Aaron. I don't know the last time you were over there, but it used to be over on Elm, and that's where Paul Quinn was. And one of her professors said, I think you need to be over at Baylor. And, and you know, given her educational um credentials and and her intellect um and 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 by the way i'm sure there were incredibly she was not the only one reverend gilbert was the same way they came over from paul quinn i'm sure there were some incredibly talented students over there but for whatever reason these two uh, uh students came over to baylor and they would make history and today we had mrs walker on for about 20 minutes and just a remarkable woman and i um I, I really loved that conversation. I know, Aaron, you really enjoyed that. And uh, so that was uh, that was a lot of fun. Now, getting you caught up on, um, on some of the different things. I did notice on a Rangers note from earlier today, and again, I don't know. You remember, Aaron, when they got Jake Odorizzi? You know, he used to be, what, with the Rays? He's been around a little bit. Uh, he's going to miss the season after undergoing arthroscopic procedure on his shoulder. Uh, and now he was certainly not, you know, he used to be a starter and he was not figuring into the Rangers uh, starting plans, but just a, uh, uh, just, I just wanted to to add that. Now, a, three trees fell over in the high winds today at Augusta National at the Masters and, and nobody was hurt. I saw a statement a while back um, that uh, my buddy Ted sent over, and um, we were watching it together earlier. And uh, oh, uh, our our other friend Kyle, I love watching the Masters this time of year. It is just such great. Uh, it's a great thing to watch. It's so gorgeous. I've had the opportunity to go a few times, 
and uh, what an amazing place it is. But the winds were so high when the when the spectators were still out there. These trees fell over, these pi- these huge pine trees, and they're right there, kind of. They were already sawing them up to uh, to haul them off. They suspended play. And now they will not play the rest of the day. And they will get going tomorrow at 8 a.m. Now, the what I saw said 8 a.m., so I bet that's 7 a.m. our time, 7 a.m. Central. So we can wake, wake up tomorrow. Now, that will not be on – that coverage will not be on CBS that early uh, or even ESPN. But if you have ESPN Plus or Paramount Plus, uh, some of the incredible groups and things that are happening real early – They'll have those folks go out and finish their rounds. Aaron, can you imagine having to stay an extra day if it looks like there's no way you're going to make the cut, but you can't just leave town. you got to do the honorable thing and finish out your round. But now you can't just get on your private air airfare, private jet, and, and scoot out of town. Now, Rory's – I think Rory's done. So he's, he's – uh, Rory's back to wherever he lives by now. But uh, it, it's an interesting thing that's happening. Um, some serious questions, though, about these trees falling. Again, nobody was injured. But if you watched a replay of this, and you could find this on your phone or, or just Google it, it's scary, man. There's people all around. So over there by the 17th tee, and here goes, like, these enormous trees just falling over. I mean, if they even hit somebody at all, they're a goner or seriously injured. Um, I mean, that's what happened to our governor all those years ago. He was out uh, for a jog and had a tree fall over on him. I mean, these are very, very scary things that can happen in nature. Um, Aaron, this was what somebody that's a long time used to be over at um, ESPN said, and I think he's right, he says, how do you send players as Kevin Van Valkenberg uh, is the guy's name? How do you send players, patrons, that's the players and the spectators, they, have, they make them call them patrons at the Masters. Apparently they make you, like, change your entire language there. Out without testing more trees to make sure they're safe. How do you test a ton of trees for Saturday, especially with a lot more rain expected and the ground bound to get softer? I mean, it's a fair question. I mean, you can't, I mean, what are you going to do? You can't just go out there and every tree out there at Augusta start, okay, let's see how, let's, oh, I don't know about this one. This one looks like it's leaning a little bit. I mean, you can, you can try to go out there and, and see if they're structurally sound or leaning or something. But in, with these trees, I guarantee you there was no way before that to go, oh, man, that thing's about to fall down. I mean, these were massive I guess high winds that knocked these trees over. What's crazy is, Aaron, it was not, they didn't stop playing at that point. They were still playing. The fans were out there. The patrons were out there walking around the, the uh, Augusta uh, National, and these trees start falling over. Aaron, look that up on your phone. You need to see this, man. It, it is a scary thing to watch these trees start to topple over. Um, now, we've got uh, – we do have Baylor baseball. That is uh, 
Let's see, Aaron. Uh, I was just looking for. By the way, looking at last night, um, and it did say this was about seven hours ago. Tonight's recogni- recognition has been postponed. We'll keep you posted. That this is when uh, they were going to honor Jason Jennings. Oh man, what a what a legend he was, and uh, and so they're gonna they're gonna. Um, they're going to postpone that. Um, now, last night, Baylor baseball gets a uh, gets a great win over the Sooners, ten to six, and they got the long ball going and uh, a season uh, series opening win over the Sooners. Aaron, considering where this team has been and some of the struggles they've had with all new players, some of them inexperienced, not a lot of them have great numbers coming into the season in terms of homers in the past. Some of them have done it at JUCO. Some people have transferred in. Some of these people are just young freshman types. Um, that's pretty amazing. To uh, and Of course, they're going to win some games here or there, but they're also going to have some really rough series to open up and get that 10-6 win. They, hitting has not – Aaron, I don't think you would look at this team and go, oh, they can't hit. I mean, because they, they certainly they can run. They got a catcher who can who can throw people out. It's it's some of this is the same as it was last year. They just can't quite get through these games pitching wise. They, their their chance is to try to out hit everybody. Now I'm not saying that's every game. I'm just saying that's kind of the way it's been this year. And then the other thing is the softball team went out there and then just I mean it it it's almost just. And I thought, well, maybe this story is is going to lose some uh, momentum with what happened in Stillwater. They ran into some trouble against Oklahoma State. And then, Aaron, I love the attitude here. Baylor's softball uh, on the uh, on Twitter, they said, see you later, Rocky Top. <laughs> and, and, and then uh, it just has, let's see, is that Dory? I was trying to see who they were featuring here. Might be Dory. Uh, walking off the field. 8-5, Bears win. And, of course, they had Dari on the mound in game one against number four in the country, Tennessee, and she blanked him. And she's capable of going out there, and she throws with so much velocity and movement that she's just she's always capable of shutting down even mighty OU. I mean, they beat OU earlier this season. That That's, that's again, still the most monstrous win of the season. I really think we should be able to count that with the conference standings, but that's okay. But they go to the number 21 Baylor goes to number four. And I'm glad Aaron, whoever ranks these things didn't completely annihilate Baylor for getting swept by OSU. They could have, you know, they could have said, Oh, they lost all the three games. You know, we're going to take them out of the rankings. They really didn't. They just bumped them down a spot and then they go and get two at Tennessee. Now, Aaron, did they benefit from playing Tennessee at some weird hours in weird weather, and maybe they didn't have as big a crowd? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would be lying if I said, oh, Tennessee has great softball crowds. I don't know the answer to that. I know they play great baseball and have huge crowds in baseball. Uh, obviously, they got a great softball program to be ranked number four, th- four in the country. But on Good Friday and then, of course, yesterday, um, this is pretty remarkable 
to go in there and do what they did. And as we were saying with Bruce Geetson, uh could not hap- happen to a nicer person, uh, you know, as our, as, our, as our buddy Glenn Moore. And, uh, you know, he's on with John a lot, and then I steal him when I can because he's a big Mosley show fan as well. Uh, and a fan of Tom's. I mean, he just uh, he really has been supportive of our station over the years, and we uh, we we really really appreciate that. Okay, Aaron, uh, in the dismount coming up, we'll have a little more on what's happening at the Masters. I just wanted to say real quick that uh, Kepka uh, Brooks Kepka is uh, in the lead at twelve under. And uh, had a great day, shot 67. And so the leaderboard right now is pretty much dotted by every, almost everybody who did go ahead and finish their rounds. Although John Rahm will finish his round early in the morning. And that's going to be some great watching. We'll get up, we'll roll out of bed in the morning, get some coffee, and we'll start watching the Masters. I would highly recommend getting ESPN Plus and getting... Well, I don't know. It'll be on Paramount Plus and ESPN Plus. I would, Aaron, you don't think they'll put this on CBS? No, I don't think they'll put it on CBS that early. So, the, so John Rahm is three strokes off the lead. He'll be on number 10 to start tomorrow morning, and that's going to be really early. At around 7 a.m., those guys are going to hit the course and pick up right where they were. Rahm was on the 10th hole, and then um, and it would be nice, Aaron, those guys that uh, uh, that – that had the uh, you know that are doing really well in the tournament and finish they can sleep in even more you know there's no need to be uh, oh we need to be out there by 11 or noon and start practicing those guys are going to tee off fairly late the leaders we're talking about two three four in the afternoon somewhere and so they'll be able to to really sleep in and then get out kind of roll out there and start getting warmed up victor hovland also oklahoma state guy is going to be on number 11 when things start up tomorrow uh, early, and he's six strokes off the lead. Let me tell you this. This guy is such a ball striker and great player, great mentally, everything, and he's not having a great round, but there is a there's a really good chance he could get it rolling and be, after that round, only about three strokes off the lead. It'll be about whether Kepka can keep up the unbelievable play or if he's going to kind of, uh, I mean, it's been a while since Kepka challenged this well in a major. Okay, he's kind of been out in the Gulf wilderness. It's been killing him. And I would also recommend one other thing. If you love all these players and love golf, that Netflix full swing, um, that documentary that's out on Netflix, that's a, a really cool thing to watch. And, uh, and even if you're not that into golf, I promise you, you'll enjoy it. They get you get front hand. For, uh, I like I know people. Not everybody watches tennis as much as I like to, or plays as much. Uh, but they also did one Netflix uh, called Breakpoint. I think it was called, and that was incredible. Um, and then they did one on Formula One racing. Um, so anyway, just something to, to keep in mind. All right, it is the. Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas on a good Friday. And uh, getting you ready for some Baylor baseball, all kinds of stuff. we got weather everywhere, but we're all going to be okay. 
it is uh, uh, the dismount. We'll do it next. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bears softball on 101.3 FM. Baylor softball back in action Tuesday evening at Getterman Stadium hosting Louisiana. 5.45 for the warm-up show, 6 p.m. First pitch Tuesday on 101.3 FM. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball every game on 101.3 FM. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived, and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Traverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup in stock for immediate delivery, and folks, still 0% financing on every half-ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at TurnerChevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor or treat you like family. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. And at Jesse Britt's Automotive, they know Texas can be a bummer, but they make it a reason to celebrate. Now through the 15th, you can save 10% on most services priced more than $200. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive, discounting your prices, not your service. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Lone Star Structures. Don't miss the spring sale now at Lone Star Structures on Highway 77 and Rosebud Lot. You'll find big savings on storage sheds, dog kennels, sports swings, gliders, and more. Baylor and Oklahoma start a three-game conference series at Baylor Ballpark today. First pitch has been moved to 5 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball is on the road for a doubleheader against Mercer and Tennessee. Those games can be heard on Cool 101.3 FM. McClendon softball swept their doubleheader with Temple 13-6 and 5-2, so those teams split their four-game series. A two-run homer by Josh Young in the sixth broke a 2-2 tie to help the Rangers to a 5-2 win over the Orioles. Texas has today off and starts a road series with the Cubs tomorrow afternoon. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the dismount. Been a great day. Bruce Geetson, nice job by him. Board member over there at the uh, at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Aaron, um, take a peek back. I'm, I'm wondering who, uh, if anybody got my tri- our uh, Schmaltz's trivia question earlier today. The uh, on the text line, the big question was um, which former Baylor baseball player ended up in the Pro Baseball Hall of Fame, or there's the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Only one, only one former Baylor player is in the Baseball Hall of Fame. You know, I guess if Max Muncy just smashes home runs and important home runs in the World Series for another five, six years, who knows? I mean, I don't know. I don't guess he's on a trajectory for the, the Hall of Fame, but he's certainly up there with uh, Jason Jennings and others as some of the, the best Baylor players of all time. Uh, the great Steve, the late great Steve Macko, obviously was a great player, and we lost him too soon. Uh, the former player that helped Baylor get to the World Series with Mickey Sullivan in the late 1970s, probably about 79 Baylor went to the College World Series. But the trivia question was, who went to, who from Baylor is in Cooperstown, in the Baseball Hall of Fame? And then you win two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. And uh, we'll take a peek back at our text line and see if anybody got that one right. Aaron, if, if everybody's stumped, I'll give the answer. But I, I'll give them... If we, I don't know. I don't know if anybody got it or not. Um, it, the number is 254-6621660. Which Baylor, former Baylor player, the only one, I'm pretty certain he's the only one to ever end up in the pro, uh, in the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. You win two free sandwiches. I mean, you got to do it now, though. You got to do it now. You got to respond now. 254 662 1660. And the problem is, Aaron, I know our, some of our people like to Google things real quickly. This is not an easy Google. Because, I mean, this is a, this player, you got to go way back in the early days of Baylor Bear baseball to get this guy. Now, there was another, I, I won't say the name because nobody's gotten it yet. Um, there was a famous Baylor 
coach named Sid Hudson, pitching coach for many years under Mickey Sullivan when I was in school, and he had a really nice um, pro baseball career, Major League Baseball. But I don't think he's in the uh, Hall of Fame. Boy, Sid Hudson, what a name. What a, what a great memory. All right, we'll do that off air, and we'll, uh, we'll celebrate the winner with two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. All right, we got Baylor baseball later. We got it all. 631st pitch, I believe. Uh, everybody have a great evening. It is the Matt Mosley Show. A great weekend. Happy Easter, everybody. Good night. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us April 13th for our next Baylor Coaches Show and hear from women's golf coach Jay Goble and women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano. That's April 13th from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Cummins Bank, member FDIC. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for